Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. Do they use a quip? Uh... That's amazing. I think, wow, look at the time. Nope, we've got nothing but time. We have to go. We are running really late. Hello. Oh, I started too soon. Hello. Uh, soundproof paneling. Oh, Ashley. Swedish fish. Uh, oh, Swedish fish. Why, oh, you don't like my terms of endearment? That one was Your weird. mom never called you my adorable little soundproof paneling. Welcome to sports. Podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a lot of questions, honestly. Uh, I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Kevin from Los Angeles, California. And my question for the cage is, I've been hearing all this cage talk, and it's just been reminding me of my favorite doctor, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> my question is, which sports or what pro sport would Nicholas Cage be proficient in coaching at, and what pro, uh, pro sports team? Coach, thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Hello. Hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't hang up. But then he hung up. Kevin, you figured it out. Thank you for your question. Welcome to the cage. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going. <laughs> Welcome to it. Is this the cage here? Ash, does this look like the cage? It this, seems like the place. It actually is. Would you go ahead and shut the door behind us? Oh, gosh. Why don't we take the... Hold on, the door's stuck. Oh, is it? Yeah. I I've got it. some WD-40 in my purse. Can you go... Is it in your purse, in your parking lot, in your car? No, it's here. Oh. Right here with me. So you, we got it. We're opening it. Or should it be in my car? <laughs> That's what I was trying How to... far away does the WD-40 <laughs> have to be? It's just we can't get started, Ashley, until you shut that door. Is there still a problem? I know. I'm, it's, I'm pulling... I just I haven't gone to the gym recently... Right. And also, this is, I don't normally ask you to shut the door. This is a new thing we're doing. So yeah. I can see that you're a little caught off guard. I'm pu- like, ah, got it. You got it. Free. <laughs> wow. It sounded like it really felt good. Welcome to the cage. Welcome to the cage. All right. Nick Cage, what is the best, <laughs> what sport would he be best at coaching and what pro sports team is he going to coach? I'm going to go with hockey. Huh. I think he'd be a great hockey coach because, you know, hockey coaches are kind of weird. You know, they, yeah. they're they're intense. Some of them, others are not. But like he's like a Tortorella, like he's an intense guy that you're like, what is your deal? Mm-hmm. He's got like some vague facial scarring that I'm not sure what the origins <laughs> of. Uh, and and I think he would coach the. Ah, man, the Kings. That's good. OK. Yeah, that feels right to me. OK. OK, go ahead. I think he would be a good Boxing coach. It says sport, I, pro sport, and, I, and team. I know that. Because I also thought boxing. Really? Because he's in movies. He's done that in movies, hasn't he? Has he? Wasn't like 8mm? Wasn't that a boxing movie? I am talking out of my ass. You keep talking. I'll Google it. <laughs> he's very intense, but he also can give that like weird finesse. You know, and he's not for everybody. So like... He's not going to appeal to everybody on a team, whereas like in boxing, he's like one guy's guy. And if that guy is bought in, then, you know, he can really motivate you. 
Private Detective Tom yeah, Wells, Nicholas Cage, lives a, a lives a normal life with his wife uh, and young daughter until he receives a startling new case. A widow named Mrs. Christian has found what appears to be a snuff film among her late husband's belongings, and she wants Wells to determine if the movie is real or fake. Wells heads to California, where a video store employee, played by, by Joaquin Phoenix, helps him infiltrate the dangerous and depraved world of illegal porn movies. And then Boxing. Hillary Swank Million comes dollar in. baby. <laughs> I don't know, man. What signals got crossed there in my brain? I'm pretty sure he's been in something boxing related. I really thought maybe there's a scene in that. It's not important. So you want him to be a boxing coach? Yeah. I want him to be in somebody's corner. And sorry, Kevin, that's not really answering your question. But it's fine. It's the case. Anything happens here. Jay, you got a quick answer? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to go with the professional lacrosse team, the Dallas Rattlers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Did you know he used to own... Two king cobras, like yeah, as pets. That's why. Because that's oh, why I made sorry, him, and that's why I made him the kings. I didn't even oh, wow. realize that. Wow! Look at how that works out. So snakes and lacrosse. That's my that's snakes my and pick. lacrosse. That film with Samuel L. Jackson, yes, famously. Yes. I've had it with these mother snakes in my mother <laughs> fucking lacrosse. Snakes and lacrosse is like Channing Tatum. What? It's definitely lacrosse is like a white bro sport. Is snakes on a plane? Joke and, was what I was doing. We're here. We Leave us if, a voicemail. Oh my god! Well, can you do a Nicolas Cage impression? No. Oh, you're gonna write it on the cup anyway. Well, that's pretty great. <laughs> if you want to, leave us a voicemail. What the? F- leave us a voicemail. What's happening? Leave us a voicemail. There it is. <laughs> okay. You know what? Audio-wise, that wasn't good. <laughs> but if you guys could have seen it, like I, I was nodding going that was amazing before it registered that it sounded terrible <laughs> but the way she did the thing with her face was really good uh the number is 860-506-5571 hi ash hi. how are you good great yeah i'm also good thanks yeah. for asking i feel like i always make you ask me but you don't really give me much of a well chance. you just say good and then you stop you're what right am I, what am i to do you're right i gotta just keep Katie, it rolling i'm fine thank you don't pity ask me uh, we should explain the setup today. Jay's in a different part of the office. It's going We're kind of weird. <laughs> There's a lot going on now. The football season has started. Uh, and I, so I think Feinbaum's using our usual spot to do his show, which is totally fair. But there's just not enough space for all of us here. So we are in a tiny room on one side of the office, and Jay's on a tiny room on the complete other side of the office. I can hear myself echoing. I hope that's not going to affect the audio. We're doing our best. We got a pod to make. We got a lot to get to. Is there anything else we need to friendly, friendly banter about? I Your husband wears his socks weird. It makes me uncomfortable. We don't have to go. Into, we don't have to go. We don't have to go into details. I've been waiting. We don't have to go into details. But every time I'm there, and I don't know if he's doing it to bother me. No, that's too selfish of me. He's just doing it because he likes it. He just half takes them off, and they hang off of him like they're just flaccid and like flapping around. And I don't like it. It's like. An elf who wears his hat too yes. high on his head. Yes, and it it's is. Like sticking yes, straight it is. Up. It's like that white rapper that you went to college with that like sells drugs and wears those beanie hats, but he takes it all the way off and lets it droop in the back. <laughs> That's Steve's sock. You did come over to watch the game. I did, which was funnish. It was funnish. Here's the thing: I um, if if the Steelers had beat, uh, obviously for those who don't know, because somehow I found out on Instagram this weekend there are people who don't know I'm a Patriots fan. They were like, "I liked you until now." How the f*** did you not know? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm a Patriots fan. Uh, Steve is a Steelers fan. It, it could have gone a bunch of ways. If the Steelers were beating the Patriots and he was giving me shit, 
fine. Not great, annoying, but fine. If the if it's a close game, we're giving each other shit, fine. It went the way that like it was just a it was obvious right away that it was like this yeah. is not going to be a game. And so Steve was just sad. Yeah. And then I was like, well, it's not fun to talk to someone who's just sad and whose sock is hanging off. <laughs> and so it was just we kind of just watched the game. And Steve kept getting up and like cleaning. I was like, well, this is fun. So it wasn't anyone's fault. We had delicious dinner. Mm-hmm. I made Steve. I, I showed up at Steve's house. I snuggled his dog. I, I made him cook me dinner. And then I kicked his ass at football. <laughs> and then I was like, thank you very much, sir. I'm out of here. That's how that night went. I felt kind of bad. About so we it. set the bar pretty low, and it's just going to go up from there. Ashley's really excited about these Sunday family dinners. I am. Eagles next week. Yeah, and no one. You're not playing any of us, right? So who cares? No. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be good. Do we have any other friendly banter? Yeah. Sh- official Potter show business. We mentioned last week our our television show now is mm-hmm. becoming a TV show, and uh, and. That's going to be on Thursday nights. People are already doing this. Early Friday morning at 1230 a.m. You get it. It's like before before you go to bed at 1230. I know it's technically the morning of Friday. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay up to watch our show? Uh, it's a thing I didn't think of until recently. Really you're Don't, not going I to. I am. You're not? I am. You're, the, you're in charge of it. If something goes wrong, who do I call? Well... That's me. I'm going to stay up. Well, no, before it gets posted if something goes wrong. Yeah, but what if something goes wrong while it's on air? I'm going to wake you up. you got to leave your phone on loud. We can talk about this off pod. Um, so anyway, we've got that coming. That's Thursday night starting the 26th, correct? Yes. We, we, a thing we didn't mention last episode is that we're also going to be putting a bunch of content on Facebook now. Mm-hmm. We have a deal with Facebook in which we're doing like – Sometimes weekly, sometimes more than weekly, just like video content. A lot of it's like behind the scenes stuff or just, you know, us and the producers chilling, making funny things we think are funny. It's like less polished than a TV show, but more uh, of a video than a podcast. (laughs) These are English words. Uh, So keep it. Make sure you follow. It's our show page, right? Yeah. Make sure you follow the Always Late with Katie Nolan show page on Facebook if that is a platform that you use. Uh, if it's not, then uh, that's you're unfortunately out of luck. That is Facebook exclusive content. So, yes. if you want this good stuff, <laughs> uh, you got to follow our, our fan page. So that's um, you'll start seeing stuff pop up on there soon. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. Like just just letting you know in case you want more Katie Nolan content. Who does that's where honestly. it will be. I mean, sometimes Katie Nolan, but that's just because I get down on myself and I'm very tired. Uh, but not today. Not today. I'm feeling it. That's all of our official business, right? We got nothing else. Nope. Great. Uh, today on the podcast, guys, Antonio Brown, don't know if you heard this, on the Patriots. Yay. I don't know. Huzzah. I don't know how I feel. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get to the bottom of that. Uh, we're going to talk about all the stuff that happened in football this weekend, or at least the pertinent stuff. We're going to try to keep this podcast to a normal length, so maybe not all the stuff, but we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We also have college football things to talk about, like the NCAA rules and another update I find very important. Uh, we got other stuff. Baseball, just a little sprinkling of everything. We're gonna try to give it all a go, and maybe we'll even have time to get to Jay's weird KFC story. (laughs) I saw it at the bottom. I'm not sure we're gonna get there, but if we do, I look forward to it. Let's see if we can make it happen. Let's see. Let's dive right in with the news, right? Because we only have one sponsor today. We'll put that. We'll go. We'll do that later, right? Okay. So start news. Hey, real quick. Hi, it's Katie uh, from the future. It's Wednesday here. Um, 
obviously, we uh, recorded this podcast before the news came out about Antonio Brown on Tuesday night. So what we've done here is we took out the stuff we talked about because we were very uh, jokey about it and treated it like a laughing matter because it was until it now isn't. So uh, no Antonio Brown talk on this podcast, and we will uh, talk about it with all of the new stuff in next week's podcast, I promise. Uh, if at any point later in the show we make a reference to it, like an offhand one that we didn't catch, just know that this was, again, recorded on Tuesday before that news came out. Uh, I think that's it. So enjoy the rest of the podcast. Bye. Can we talk about Monday Night Football? Holy. Could that be a thing we do? Holy. Because, my goodness, did you stay up for both games? I'm going to go ahead and assume you did. I stayed up to support Diana. So you did not. You probably fell asleep. I went to sleep after that. Well, I'll tell you what, man. At one point, they went to Diana, and they didn't even take her mic. I thought about calling somebody and being like, excuse me. <laughs> Steve Levy actually handled it really, really well. Because like, he was like, down to Diana, and like her font was on the screen, and there's no sound happening. And I was going, no, no, no. And then uh, Steve Levy goes, you know, Diana said some really interesting things there. You guys didn't get to hear any of them. You will hear them in just a second. And I was like, oh, Steve Levy. It's actually not a bad Steve Levy impersonation just then. What a professional. In my head. Yeah, he was great. And then they went back down to her and she just laughed it off. She was great. She did a fantastic job. Did you see the jacket she wore? Yes. My goodness. Only Diana can I was going to say, I know off. one person who can pull that off and it's <laughs> Diana Rossini. But I liked it. It was the color of a vodka cranberry. <laughs> Super into that. Uh, so, okay, we had two Monday night football games, which I think they should do all year round. Yeah. I'm sure ESPN feels the same way Yeah, <laughs> to get two games, but it really is... I've always said the NFL did it the right way by starting out with all of them on one day and then they started to, okay, look, we're going to try Thursday night football. We're going to try Monday or probably the other way around, Monday night, Thursday night. I think they can start doing that more because those one o'clock games, you're like, there's six or seven games on. Imagine if it was like three games at one o'clock, three games at four o'clock, a night game, two Monday night games. I mean, I don't want them to spread it out too much, but like. Yeah. I kind of like it so that I can actually watch a football game. Because I know people have very strong feelings about whether watching Red Zone is the right thing or the wrong thing. But I will say, the only game I'm like watching, watching 100% are the night games, like the ones that are on, the only ones on, mm-hmm. or my game, the Patriots game. And I don't think it's making me a smarter football fan. It's making me, it's almost, it feels like porn for football. Or it's Red like, zone? ooh, just, yeah. It's like, just give me the good stuff. Oh, just yeah. give me the good stuff. I don't want to see any of this stuff. I just want to see the good stuff. It's like fast forwarding through the plot. I agree, except Allegedly. when the thing I think people do. <laughs> Go ahead. We're going to move past that. I agree, except when the game is trash. Like, I would love if there was like two Sunday night sure. games on concurrently. And so you can if choose. one was really bad, I can right. watch the other one. But it's when you have like six that you just can't keep track yeah, of. Yeah, there's everything. no way. And then there's just somebody on Twitter or somebody you follow is always just watching one game that you're not getting because there's no touchdowns happening where something crazy happens and you mm-hmm. don't even see it because, you know. But Scott Hansen, man, he does a great job. He does. Looks I, like his studio looked worse this year than last year. The buildings behind him don't even look like they're trying to convince us that they're real. It looks like a Lego video game. I looked at it t- this week and was like, Scott, really? That's probably not his fault. Oh, it's absolutely not his fault. I'm saying I'm looking out for him. For his sake, somebody should be like, we can make those look more real. We could do a little bit more there. Just send a note to whoever fixed the ESPN yellow down in distance graphic. Shout out to whoever that was. That was nice on the fly. Yeah. For those who weren't watching the down in distance graphic that was being used. Because every year, every network has to show their new graphic. Mm-hmm. 
all trying to get that Emmy or whatever it is they're trying to get. Um, the the new ESPN one looked a lot like the yellow flag graphic that pops up when a flag is on the field. So people were getting surprisingly vocal on Twitter about how much <laughs> it was bothering them. And then by the second half, it was gone. They had taken the color off of it. That I know that sounds like, oh, thank God they listened to us. That's not easy to do. Right. And such a high-tech broadcast to on the fly change something like that that probably was in development and production and like rehearsals and stuff for months. Yeah. That's really hard to do. So, you know, I'm not one for like self-flagellation of your network, but um, right? Self-adulation. Self- I thought you said flagellation. I said flagellation. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I don't want to jerk off ESPN. Oh, okay. And I think because I don't do it a lot, I, I, I'm allowed this one. That was like a, a pretty impressive move, yeah. I thought. Uh, okay, so that first game, 30 to 28 final score. Uh, the final 55 seconds were insane. So it was New Orleans made that field goal to make it 27 21, right? I thought it was a touchdown. They got a field goal? Yeah. All right. Then, uh, then Houston had a two play 75 yard drive uh, for a touchdown, or two plays and then a 75 yard touchdown to tie it up at 27. Then they missed the point after. But, then the Saints got called a roughing the kicker penalty, which uh yeah. questionable at yeah. best. Both of his feet were on the ground. And uh to set the scene, a lot of New Orleans fans were dressed as uh as referees because they were upset about what happened at the end of last season. So imagine <laughs> being the ref that has to be like, eh, actually the kick he missed, uh he gets another shot because you roughed the kicker kind of. So the place was Madness. So the kicker, it was Kaimi Fairbairn, right? He gets another shot at it. Uh, it's good. So it's 28 27 Houston. Then the ball goes to Drew Brees, who, like, in this situation, it's like him, Tom Brady, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, yeah, because he'll do one of those Hail Marys that yeah. weirdly always works out for him. <laughs> what? How does he do that? Oh, I thought you said the, something happened. The Aaron, no, the Aaron Rodgers. The yeah. Rodgers he's, like, it's, an, it's, I don't know. It's this, like, luck that he has yeah. um but so yeah they won i don't know i'm not gonna like do the whole play by play they won <laughs> they won and it was incredible uh it was really fantastic what a great game i felt bad for deshaun because he balled out yeah he had a really really good game and i also do think it was a lot of like you they showed a couple shots of him watching drew like make a couple plays throughout the game it really felt like he's like oh i gotta step my up. yeah like yeah. it was, I was a blast to watch. It was an absolute blast to watch. I also didn't think there was anything that could make me like DeAndre Hopkins more. Oh, and then he so body slammed the guy. Oh man, <laughs> he flipped him over, and they called it a penalty, unnecessary roughness. And I was like, wait, what? Why? It was a little unnecessary. No, it, like he's a wide receiver trying to make a tackle after an interception, and like it's not his fault that he's very strong. No, he has no true. problem shutting that cage door. I love him. Right away from Yeah, him. he does. Like, so if he were in here right now and you were to be like, hold on, guys, let me get this door. See? It's so much. Wow. I mean, it sounded like it was a really far away door, but still a door nonetheless. Well, he was shutting it from Houston. Very quickly. Uh, so then we got another game after that. Which I saw all of, but I'll let you talk about. Uh, you, I mean, you still had all day that you could have, like, gone back and looked at the... It wasn't as exciting, but I mean, it, it, I think people were surprised. The Broncos looked like trash. <laughs> In my professional opinion, the Broncos looked like trash. Right? Um, they just didn't. I, I mean, they're just. It just didn't look. Good. Joe, the Raiders looked Joe great. Flacco didn't come out. No, Joe Flacco didn't do it for falling. me. He wasn't elite. Um, <laughs> no, but it just seemed like a lot of different stuff. Like I, their defense looked disappointing to me. Um, and uh, you know, it, it the 
good for the Raiders. That was what they needed. Yeah. And they got to have their moment afterwards where they were like, see, we don't care about the A-B drama. Like, you guys are all distracted. We're not. We're focused. I don't know. It's weird because we all watched Hard Knocks. And, like, it wasn't <laughs> like we didn't. Like, I, I don't know. They all did this thing. Where they're like, see, we told you we're good. And it was like, no, but you're not. So now I don't know if it was. It didn't feel like they were using the A-B stuff as a rallying cry. It really felt like they were just like this put together team mm-hmm. with a really southern quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's great. Sunday's games, which one stood out? Let's talk about Cleveland, shall we? Are you sh- are you sure you're ready? It's oh! <laughs> so just a reminder, which quarterback did you reach to draft in fantasy? Baker Mayfield. Oh. Uh, and you know what? And I what I said to myself was like, I want the fun guy. Like I don't care that he's not the best pick. Like maybe Catherine, you should have listened to the rankings because he was ranked lower because a reason. It wasn't like people were like, oh, we're anti-fun, so we're going to put him lower. No, it was that, like, the odds of him, like, really doing it, not great. So, uh, he had a, like, fine day, but I remember being annoyed of, like, okay, Baker, you're not really doing what I want you to do. Like, how about I get a touchdown? Then I did. He gave me a touchdown. Very nice of him to give me a touchdown. Thank you so much. And then (laughs) he threw three picks in the final 15 minutes. It was like... Interception, then the next play, inter- that he was out there. Interception, then the next play, they went. It was out on downs, and then the next play, pick six. I was like half paying attention because I was like doing other stuff, like work stuff, and I kept hearing Scott Hansen's voice say, "And Baker Mayfield picked off," and I'd be like, "Oh man, the replay? No, not the replay. It's a new, <laughs> a new interception." I tried out this thing where I was on my Instagram stories all weekend. I really enjoyed it. it you know, uh, thank you. I did too because I'm at the point where I have um, probably um, – um, I have myriad, mul- multiple uh, – I was going to say personalities, which is not what I'm trying to say. I have myriad m- mental illnesses that I am okay with. Like it's not weird to me that I'm sitting alone watching football, filming myself reacting to football. It does. My brain doesn't go, this is so weird. I think I've been doing it for a long time, just like being on camera. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't feel weird. But I had people that I know, like friends of mine from high school, were like, love these. They're so funny. But like, are you sitting alone in your house, like watching football and filming yourself? I was like, well, yeah, if you pull the curtain back. <laughs> uh, but it also was just like the next day when I woke up and saw how many there were, I just deleted most of them. Because I'm like, well, this isn't for you to watch the next day. Right. The next day, it feels like a lot. The day of, we'll watch it together. I'll have dumb ones. I'll have funny ones. It's all just there if you want it. But the next day, we're not going to go back and watch those again. I think that's a good strategy. Okay. As long as you're okay with that. I am. I really, I did enjoy it because I was a little bummed at the start of um, NFL season Why is on that? Sunday. Why is that, Ash? Well, my team did not, we, we don't have to get into this right now. We sure do. We want to wrap 32 up the... 27. Philadelphia pulled it off. It was real bad there for the first half. And my fantasy team was really doing poorly. I had a lot of really high-scoring dudes on the bench, which was tough to stomach. Mm. Um, Everybody did. A lot of receivers went off this week. We were saying that on Sunday. It was like 30 people had over 100-yard games. That's not how many. I was trying to exaggerate, but I didn't exaggerate high you enough. You didn't, but so it, it felt like a real number. Yeah. It was just it you was handled a that lot. perfectly. Thanks. Don't, <laughs> fact, don't fact check. It was over that, but it, maybe. But also it could have just been. It doesn't matter. I made so it worse. So at first, when I was, you know, really petulant and mad at football and I was yeah. just watching your IG stories it cheered me up and then you ended up winning 
Yeah, they looked so much better. It well, was no, like- and also your fantasy matchup. <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah. it really turned around for See, me. See, that's the thing. It's like I tried to remember that all day. Like I was overreacting on my Instagram stories, but most of the time I'm like, doesn't I don't really Baker? I really cared about, but like, you know, Devonte Freeman. Not sure what's going on there, <laughs> but I'd love for him to get his together. Uh, interesting thing about that that Washington uh, Philly game is that. Um, Adrian Peterson got the scratch. The healthy scratch. Uh-huh. Which really pissed off a lot of teammates. Like right tackle Morgan Moses called it a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Because he's like a veteran guy. They love him. And Darius Geis got hurt. Yeah. And he's going to be out for a while. So now guess who they have to go to? And this Adrian Peterson. Coming, who they just pissed off. This is coming right after Gruden said something like, yeah, maybe we'll get him in if we ever plan to like run the ball yeah. 55 times. Yeah, it was like, like they basically do the same thing, so we really don't need both of them. But I guess if we were to play a game where we touch the ball 50 times, we could use them both. And then it was like, oh, karma, you now have to start him. And what was that even? A, like, why do you even do that? They were saying um, they told him that he got the healthy scratch. And then I think the next day got like off the his offensive MVP award oh God. Like from the team. So uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's like cool. This was you know this was last from last year, right? The Los Angeles Rams beat the Carolina Panthers thirty to twenty seven, and Cam Newton's outfit was a thing. Mm. Oh my gosh, he looked like an old lady going to church. But it's raining, so she's got to protect her hair, you know? Mm-hmm. So she puts on the silky scarf and then the hat over it. Right. That's and then it like. to prevent anyone from stealing the hat, she wraps it in barbed wire. Oh, it was wrapped in barbed I didn't notice that. <laughs> wow. I got to start zooming in on those pictures. I see them and I'm like, oh, I get the gist of it. I don't need to go deep on that. Yeah. It, was, it was like stagecoach robbery time for Cam, I think. Another game I think we should <laughs> talk about before we go and let you know who today's podcast is brought to you by is that uh, Baltimore... That Baltimore matchup. I didn't watch a ton of it. Yeah, well, they played Miami, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, hot, fire, trash, dumpster, garbage. Yep. Um, the final score was 59-10. 59? Is that a lot of rushing touchdowns from no, Lamar No, see, funny enough, Ashley, uh, it was it was five touchdowns in the air. What? Yeah. L- Lamar Jackson was 17 for 20 with 324 yards and a perfect 158.3 QB rating. So, Jay, I was just wondering if you got to see that game at all. Yeah, if I you did. caught any of it. I and I also was that. wondering if you noticed that I spared you in my Instagram stories because I recorded one where I was like, Hey, Jay, what was that you were saying about? And then I'm like, don't be. It's just Jay. Like, people are going to attack him because <laughs> people attacked uh, Mike Clay because I was like, somebody get Mike Clay on the phone. Uh, and then I was going to do you next. And then I'm like, no, it's not fair. But now I'm going to do it, Jay. What? Do you want to hey, just like apologize? I, first and foremost, absolutely. I right. Do. Thanks. Um, as I, you know, incorrectly predicted, Lamar Jackson was very effective at passing the ball in week one. Uh, I think my take was that he wasn't going to be an effective passer over the course of the season. You're sticking with that take? So. I'd like to watch the next 15 games. Oh, wow. So it, by apology, he meant like, yeah, I'm so sorry you had one good game. No, he had, Jay, a, great, he had a great game. He, he threw great. for five touchdowns. He didn't he even did. play the whole game. He did not play the whole game. Jay, you uh, want to watch and see? No. Oh, I this think is gonna it's gonna be it just feels problematic to me. I, I, I don't actually, like this take. No, I think he's really good it's and Baltimore's icky. a really fun team. Uh-huh. He, they played the Dolphins. That's the thing. So? Like they played the Dolphins. That because because the Dolphins are the worst. Well, they're trash, but they're they're good. They're going to be. I mean, obviously, everybody's saying they're tanking before the season even started. But 
I do think that it was very impressive and that I think he'll be a, a, a much better passer than I thought he would be. And that's not important. My thoughts. Yeah, because you're, no, famously. <laughs> famously, completely irrelevant no one to cares. everything that goes on in football. But I still do mediocre it. at best as the season wears on. <laughs> Afterwards, he said, not bad for a running back. And it was just like, yes, honey, yes. You tell him. You tell the Jay Wolfs of the world, not bad for a running back. Uh, RG3 got to play. That was the first time since when? The first touchdown he threw. His throne in 980 days. days. I mean, it was fourth and goal, but but it still can go off, you know, go off King. It was uh, it was interesting because he had his wife had a baby. I like that you specified he had a his wife. He didn't actually do it, but he had a daughter on Saturday evening and then jumped on a Southwest flight. No with a class. bunch of fans. Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. He's like, I had a kid. And he said the whole plane like erupted. And that's really cute. It was really cool. And then he got to get in. He threw a touchdown pass. It was, there's a bunch of cute Instagram uh, posts. Go did. look it up. Go look it up. Other devastating injuries. Nick Foles, man, in that KC Jacksonville game, which ended up uh, 40 to 26, respectively. Uh, Nick Foles threw a touchdown pass, 35 yard uh, touchdown pass to DJ Chark. DJ <laughs> and um, sorry, I can't help it. And he, as he did that, like it dropped in. It was beautiful. I was like, "Whoa, this isn't a fluke. This is really going to be a thing." And then all of a sudden, Nick Foles was being taken off uh, to the sideline, and uh, he's out now. Lots of clavicle action yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Lots of clavicle. Devin Funches was a clavicle, and there was another clavicle. I'll think of it. Um, but yeah, so he's out. So then we got to meet Gardner Minshew. Now, I got a lot of shit. People were like, do you not watch Mike Leach's team in Washington? I'm, look, I'm a, I've said this before. I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't have a direct connection to college football in a way that many people do. I'm jealous of it. I wish I had it. People seem like they really love it. And if I could sit on my couch for Saturdays and Sundays and be left alone, <laughs> boy, oh boy, what a dream life. But it's just, it never hooked me. And, um, and now I think we're just too far past. It's not going to work. I I'll, I watch the you know the playoff. It's great, but I'm not. I really don't watch college football. So this was my first time really meeting Gardner Minshew. Um, <laughs> Gardner Minshew the second. I was also alerted. His dad's name is Gardner Minshew. Well, when he, you strike gold, yeah, he didn't want to be alone, <laughs> so he just it. named his kid the same thing. <laughs> but we're learning a lot about this guy. Like, that he stretches in the nude, I guess. He said, usually I end up in my jock strap, not all the way naked. And then one of his teammates said, Hunter Dale from Washington State said, there's been a couple naked ones. <laughs> oh, so not on his own, just in the locker room. Or I guess. Wherever. He has these bands, he does arm stretches, and it never fails. He'll come in and just strip naked and start doing them. Oh. I love that Minshew's like, well, you know, I, I wear my jock strap. He's like, no, no, he's, he gets full on <laughs> naked. He does get naked. <laughs> there's been a couple naked. There's been a couple nakeds. Um... <laughs> Oh, we didn't mention the the Pats and the Pats are facing the Dolphins next week. Oh boy, uh, the line opened for that game at uh, fourteen and a half. Who do you think it was in favor of? And DraftKings currently has it at eighteen and a half. That's insane. That's nuts. In context, yes, please. The NFL has only had three spreads over fourteen points in the last decade. I said that weird. Oh, it's only been three times in the last decade. There's been the spread the, has been over the Patriots 14. games. Do you happen to know you don't have? Them. I don't. Yeah. Sorry, I did that thing I did where I asked you a follow up on a stat that you crushed and then I made it like I think we should just wait to see how good of a, a passer Tom Brady is, you know what I mean? 
So it's a big spread. Right, right, right. And I I don't know. I'm curious if it's going to keep going up because apparently a lot – at least three people on the Dolphins have like talked to their agents about getting traded. Yeah. Saw that. <laughs> Already. Saw that. Saw that they're not really into it. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to get much better here at, in week two. Right. That is the that is the case. Um, I will say the Jaguars needed QB depth once they lost Foles. Mm-hmm. So they like frantically traded for the Steelers backup, Josh Dobbs, mm. um, who was a fourth round pick in the 2017 draft. And uh, he's so he's been in the league for three years. Mm-hmm. And in that time, he has attempted not thrown, attempted 12 passes. Well, that's four passes a year. <laughs> He's attempted an average of four passes a year. So they got some, they got and some people depth. want, yeah, that's a, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how <laughs> that goes for them. To Dobby. We'll see Indeed. Jacksonville. To Dobby. Hey, Dobby. Uh, Detroit and Arizona tied. <laughs> Hate when that happens. And other games happened. That's a re- that's it. Let's Dallas looked pretty good. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Dak had a beautiful pass, just a mwah, into the end zone. I forget who it was to. I believe it was to Amari, but I really don't remember because so much football. <laughs> and Jason, oh, your Jason Witten take was great. Holy, sh- I loved your Jason. Oh, Witten. the one from the okay because we did remember we did that Facebook thing that we didn't end up using, but I said like Jason Witten's going to be the real difference maker in this game because he always goes off against the Giants, and then guess what? <laughs> But here's the thing. It was his 69th career touchdown. Who leaves the league with 68 career touchdowns? Who's like, it's time to hang it up? Who? Jason Witten, that's who. And that's what the curse upon him in the booth was. Because he knew he had unfinished business. Because 68 means you do me and I owe you one. That's not a true 69. So he had to come back and now all is right with the world. Like I breathed out and was like, something feels different (laughs) because you can't leave with 68, you psychopath. So good for you, Jason. We're very proud of you. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Today's podcast is brought to you by Quip and only by Quip, which means that we are going to be singing about Quip, which means I know I hate it, too. But we can't stop doing it until Ashley says we can stop doing it. Ashley, how are we singing about Quip today? Katie, I thought we'd try something new. Not singing? No, 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 no. We're going to sing a duet. And by we, I mean you are going to sing both parts of a duet from Greece. Mm. You are the one that I want. Jeez Louise. I'm so excited. (laughs) The easiest way to ease back into... A routine started up before September, especially if you're headed back to school. <laughs> Simplify the morning, ooh, 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 and the evenings now with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. Give me the who's <laughs> Quip has sensitive. Sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. There's a built-in two-minute timer pauses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. And I'll help you clean your whole mouth evenly. It's a quip and it is a toothbrush. Woo, woo, woo. I love to use it all on my teeth. 
teeth. I want to die. It's <laughs> so great. It declutters your sink cabinet and makes traveling with a Nike toothbrush easier. Plus, there are no wires or a clunky charger, and it runs for. Oh, I'm still doing his part. That's okay. And it runs for three months <laughs> on a single charge. And that's why I love Quip. Mine rose gold. And I use it, yeah, I use it, yeah, you do. I love when you brush your teeth, cause this song is about us making out. I love to brush my teeth with a Quip. It's perfect for getting back into a routine. Why'd you ever stop brushing your teeth? Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to gagup.com slash Nolan right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. I don't want to do this anymore. Quip, that's your first refill pack free at GTQ. I've just one you. It's just one you. GTQIP.com slash Nolan. Oh, boy. That's all right. Cool. So I think that's finally the one. You know, they always tell you in TV, if you don't want to do something anymore, you unfortunately have to fail at it publicly so that people will be like, okay, we're not going to make you do that anymore. And I think what just happened there was the worst singing ad read we've ever done. So now I don't think I have to do them anymore. I forgot that she does the if you meditate. You know, I messed that part up. I'm not sure anyone's going to be. I think they are. I think I think we've got very cultured listeners who are. They've got a a trained ear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was upset that we didn't get the the really sexy like feel you. It's really hard to when Jay said we have to be a certain distance away from this mic today. Mm. I was. I'm gonna. Can I give you some honest feedback? Me? Yeah. Sure. I think who who who. Who, who, who is very simple. Mm. And I also think you're a very talented singer. Mm. And it really would have helped me if I didn't feel like I had to do the who, who, and the Jay and was the who in from I didn't the hear office. A single who. Jay, just out of uh, curiosity, did the people walking by uh, hear you hooing? <laughs> Those aren't the ones I needed. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. I needed the. They, yeah, they you gotta shape up. I mean, ooh, Gatsby ooh, is a lot. If I'm gonna, ooh, ooh, ooh. So, uh, that's fair, and I hear you. That's fine. All right, moving on. Uh, we were just talking about college football, so I feel like we should do this now. Uh, we're going to talk about the NCAA thing in a second, as far as I understand it. But I saw I was watching a bunch of ESPN programming today, and I saw that there's a lot of people are high on LSU right now. Really <laughs> high on LSU. Everybody thinks that, like, whoa, are they for real? And we just happen to have a big LSU fan on staff. His name is Pat Gunther. We call him PG. Peach, if you're nasty. And so I was wondering, Jay, yeah. could you tell PG to come on into the huddle room with Ashley and I so that we can talk to him about LSU? Yeah. He has one. no idea we're going to do this, so it's possible he comes in here. Sometimes he gets a little shy. Sometimes he's just not shy at all. So we might, depending on... Uh, well, if it's bad, we're going to cut it so you don't. I'm talking to nobody right now. <laughs> Here we go. All right, great. Hey, uh, why don't you grab Ashley's headphones? Actually, it's did fine. these work? Okay. I just want to ask you some questions about LSU because I'm seeing sure. everywhere that like LSU, are they for real? Is this really happening? Um, so what's going on with LSU right now this season? 
So I think uh, first of all, say hi. Uh, say, introduce yourself. Hi, uh, hi. I'm Pat. Hi, Pat. I work for Katie's show. He works on. We work on a show together. On yeah, on the show Go together. We're You're not going to be comfortable like that. No, you want to kneel? Yeah. Why don't you kneel and change yeah, the I'll mic? I'll take a knee. Look at that. Oh, wow, he took a knee like a real. He did. Um, sure did. So those headphones look great on you. I think that uh, everything with LSU is well and good, uh, especially offensively. They haven't had something uh, like this, I think, ever. Uh, at least in the time that I've been watching them, they've usually run things out of the I formation. Uh, and it's a lot of kind of like between the tackles up the middle runs. Mm. So now they're spreading the ball out a bit more, right, which right. is exciting to watch. Sure. Um, I think that the thing that at least the fans would tell you is like it, it's fun and it's cute. But if they don't beat Alabama, nobody really cares. Right. Um, so I think that you're going to start to see people talking about LSU just in terms of like the playoff race and things like that because they don't really play anybody until Alabama. So you'll probably get like LSU around four or five. They could be in the first, you know, playoff top four like they were, I think, last year. But sure. Um, I, th- I think they're not going to beat Alabama. And like, wow, I thought you were coming nah. here and be like, LSU always been a football school. No, we're a basketball, you got your basketball school. school yeah, bit that a you softball do now. school. <laughs> right, um, of course, famously a basketball school. Uh, they play Alabama the first week of November. So they have a bye before that, which is nice. And um, then you play a bunch of cupcakes is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, so this week it's like Northwestern State. Um, Famously a, a great school. Yeah. Um, right. Northwest what is a Northwest? So Washington? <laughs> like what's the Northwestern <laughs> State? Um, so yeah, it's like a bunch of cupcakes. The, the in-conference games are always interesting. But I think that a lot of – at least the past couple of years, you see LSU kind of benefit from playing teams that are like – Fake good. So mm-hmm. you'll see like, you know, an eighth ranked Auburn and then they drop two games late in the season. And it's like, OK, they weren't as good as people had thought they were. So they mm-hmm. kind of just benefit from like everyone in the in the SEC is just top 25 because that's just how it it goes. And, you know, year from year, depending on it just means more games. Yeah, <laughs> just means more. It in the certainly SEC. does when you you when know. people don't really care about anything other than football, I it guess. It just means more. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think that they're going to lose to Alabama. Uh, wow. I'm the eternal Hot pessimist. I, yeah. I don't think that Nick Saban will ever lose to LSU while he's a coach. I think that – What will you do he, if he does? I don't know. It It's tough because, like, it's – I don't know. You don't even want to think about no, it. It's like a it's level like, of happiness yeah. you're not willing uh, to – I'd be really stoked. I think if they if they beat Alabama, then it's like a clear road to the playoff and it's kind of shoehorned them in. But the the thing that is kind of a bummer is like even two losses, especially, you know, some people like most schools would be ecstatic to go ten and two. We but. just traded Demarius Thomas. <laughs> Sorry, the Patriots just traded Demarius Thomas uh, to the Jets for a twenty twenty one sixth round pick per Schefter. Sorry, Pat, keep going. Uh, so yeah, you're going to start to uh, does the is does the hype make you nervous because. All across ESPN programming today, I just kept seeing, is this LSU thing real? Is LSU for real? Is LSU f***ing serious? So, like, are you worried that that's going to mess up, or is that a good thing? Uh, I think, especially, like, and just because I follow it so closely because I'm a nut about it, like, it's uh, they're always in this kind of place, like, this time of year, whether it's, you know, four is a really high ranking, but they're always, like, top 15 to start the year. Mm. So until, like, November, like, late October when they have, like, Florida or Auburn, like, they start to actually play people, like, it's it's fine to me. Like, right now it's, like, I'm watching Clemson, Alabama, and I'm, like, how are you – how do you play with them? Like, everyone seems just kind of so head and shoulders above everyone else right. that it's, like, yeah, it's fun. But, you know, when everyone – 
when you get like the three versus one Alabama LSU, like I always, you That's know, fun. I'll drop everything and drop watch that. everything. All right, rapid fire ones. Uh, favorite person on the team right now? Favorite player? Uh, I like Lannard Fournette. Lannard, uh, yeah, his brother. That's gonna get confusing. Yeah, Lannard? that's that's who would do that? that's yeah. people who love some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette's parents. Lannard, not yeah. lanyard, not like nope. the thing you put your keys. Nope. Lannard, yeah, L A N A R D. Wow, they hate us. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Okay, so we like Lannard Fournette. Yeah, just because it's fun. What it's position fun does he play? He's a running back. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> Okay. Um, what is the what was the course you did the best on in school in, I at got, LSU? Uh, I think the only like A plus I ever got wow. in college. Who was, got A pluses? It was a, in the in the history of jazz. I was a freshman that in college. That is so on brand. I yeah. wish you guys could know how on brand that was. Uh, what's the bar at LSU you like the most? Um, there was a bar called uh, Chimes that I lived by. That was really fun, and it was attached to like a. Uh, another venue bar thing called the Varsity. So shout out the Chimes and Varsity. They sponsor the podcast now. Yeah, friend, <laughs> friend of the show. And the dumbest class you took, or like if you ever failed a class. Like I failed chem. I took chem. Why did I take chem? Uh, I had a meeting with a guidance counselor when I was a junior in college, and they're like, yeah, uh, so, you know, like all this physics stuff. And I was like, I've never taken a physics course. And they're like, that's impossible. It's a requirement to get in here. I was like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've never taken a physics course. Uh, so the fact that I had evaded some sort of prerequisite for LSU. Love that. In my Why does year. LSU have a random physics requirement? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you must know yeah. how physics works. The Agricultural and Mechanical College of Louisiana. Uh. Um, what was your major? Communications. Oh, you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. Okay, um, that's all we needed. That's all we needed. Lovely. All right, we'll enjoy the rest of the podcast. Oh, where we will. Thank you so much. Right, Thank you for coming. That's our college football expert, DG <laughs> Pat Gunther, ladies and gentlemen. What's like the LSU saying? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. That's like real. EAU. Oh, EAU. That's right. Yeah, That's gods. right. Go Tigers. Go, go Lantern Fournette. Go Lantern Fournette. Lannard. That is anarchy. <laughs> Lantern Fournette. At first I was like, oh, PG, what are you talking about? He's not. He's in the league, honey. <laughs> no idiot. It's Lantern Fournette. All right. So that's um, our college football update. Look, as long as there's a, as long as it's LSU related, we can have him do that every week. At least it keeps me from having to do it. I got to start learning. to. I like designating tasks. You know, delegating is the word I was looking yeah. for there. And you should have, I should have, your job is to not well, you're let also, me do the wrong you're word You're also again. designating sure. a task. I just delegated to you to let make sure I don't yeah, say designate no, again. Great, great, great. Uh, while we're on college football, you may have seen this story. If you're like me, it was a little confusing. Other people didn't seem to be as confused by it. But on Monday... California State Assembly overwhelmingly passed a bill that would allow college athletes to more easily make money off of their own name, image, and likeness beginning in January of 2023. So a couple things to go through here. Uh, there's a lot of legal steps that still have to happen before it gets passed. Um, it is This is in California, the state of California. What it's basically allowing, it's not saying that they'll be paid for being athletes, student athletes. It's saying that they are allowed to have similar endorsement opportunities that like Olympic athletes have. So the schools aren't paying them, but they have they can have an agent. They could pursue business deals and they wouldn't lose their eligibility. They could own the rights to their name and image, which. Wow. Still nuts to me that they don't currently. Uh, It's called the Fair Pay to Play Act. Uh, Nancy Skinner and Stephen Bradford are two names of, you know, politicians who are involved in it uh there it's got to go through a bunch of stuff obviously the ncaa 
opposes it. What? Um, they have, and some, and the schools do as well, the California schools. Uh, their argument against it is that it, if it's passed, it's going to be, quote, impossible to host fair national championships in California. There's a lot of threatening, like Mark Emmert is basically saying this whole doomsday situation in which it's like if this bill becomes law, well, then you're not going to be able to, these colleges in California won't be able to compete in NCAA championships because they'll have an unfair recruiting advantage because they'll be able to lure athletes and be like, look, in California, you can own your name and your face. California already <laughs> has an unfair I know, which is, advantage. I do love that in all these situations we have to act like Iowa and California are on the same playing right? field have anyway. You seen Pepperdine? My goodness. Um, and so uh, this was a quote from the athletic director at Long Beach State who I don't even think is has a competitive program. Uh, it's like you and I sit down to play Monopoly, and I pull out a different rule book, and every time I pass go, I'm going to give myself 400 instead of 200. I don't imagine too many people are going to be willing to allow California schools to compete in, for NCAA championships. And that's all well and good, but it's a slippery slope argument that doesn't really hold up. Um, what I was confused about, oh, before we get into what, whatever, it's been supported by uh, Draymond. Draymond tweeted about it. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Draymond, Bernie Sanders, and LeBron, the big three. The famous <laughs> big three. Uh, those three have been supporting it, telling everybody they should sign it, and yada, yada, yada. So what confused me, and I really had to dig to kind of find the answer, which means it's either a dumb question that everybody knew the answer to, or it was just this, like, weird minutia, is that, like, it's not illegal for a student athlete, like, under the law— of the United States of America, where we live, uh, it's not illegal for them to own their likeness and profit off of it. It's illegal by the bylaws of the NCAA. So to me, it was like, why are they going through the government to make this allowed when it's already allowed? The only thing that's not allowing it is the NCAA, which continues can continue to not allow it, even if the law says. But what I found, and again, sorry if I'm an idiot, but uh, what I found is that the way this law is going to work is that if it's passed and becomes a law, it will uh, require any school that receives uh, 10 million that nets an average of 10 million dollars or more a year in media rights revenue. It would require them to not to. I'm doing this backwards. They would be legally forbidden from denying their athletes the chance to have an agent and to profit off their likeness. So it's like they can't. They will be it'll be illegal for the school to say they can't do it, which means that the next step of that would mean the NCAA could then say, OK, no California schools are allowed to be in the NCAA because they're violating our rules. Now, there are similar bills in their infancy in state legislatures in Washington and Colorado, and there's something happening in North Carolina that's kind of similar. So, like, it does sound like there's rumblings across the United States of all these states doing it. What seems Weird to me is that, like, if we made this a federal situation, then I think that we wouldn't have to worry about because it's almost disincentivizing, like, Texas from trying to pass the same law because as all these other states keep dropping out of the NCAA, if that doomsday scenario were to play out, Texas would be like, dope, we'll just stay here and keep collecting all of our championships. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know, just as I get older, I really don't trust that schools are like, let's do the right thing. <laughs> especially because all the schools in California are lobbying against this being a thing. It feels like the NCAA has always been set up in this way, and duh, but whatever, we have to say it, that, like, is not for the benefit of the kids. And then every time anybody tells them, like, hey, okay, so you can't pay them because whatever. Sure, let's take that as fact. 
can they at least have their likeness? Like the NCAA always has this locked and loaded, ready to go excuse of like, well, if we do that, if you move one little piece of the Jenga tower, the whole thing's going to come falling down. And it's like uh, at some point someone has to go, well, then rebuild, let it fall down and rebuild it again, because everything they ask for Every time they're like, okay, we can't go that far. Let's go a little bit less far and a little bit less far. It's always Mark Emmert and the NCAA are always like, no, we couldn't. I see what you're saying, but like we absolutely couldn't. At this point, you know, you can't put it back in the box and blah, 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 blah. It's just like there's never a moment where you feel like they're like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. If you Except the Shabazz Napier stuff. That was like the closest they came to like, oh, my God, they're actually being reasonable. If you were... An, a high school athlete getting recruited. Well, I mean, I I was like currently in in I also wasn't. in twenty twenty three. Don't have to be that kind. I wasn't. And you had the option of going to a school in California where you could potentially get money, like from an agent and endorsements and yada yada, that wasn't allowed in the NCAA, or a school, another school where you could like go win a championship, potentially. Which one of those is more appealing? I don't know because – and I'm also not really qualified to say because like I was just saying, I really don't – like whenever I hear PG talk about, oh, my team only plays like three real games a year and most of the time they're playing all these cupcake games. It's like those cupcake schools that aren't – I don't know. It's a weird – I think there's a lot that I would be not understanding that you miss out on if you're not in the NCAA. There's got to be stuff that are like, oh, you're not going to get – I don't know if it's like healthcare, certain things or like this type of oversight or there's got to be some good stuff that we just kind of don't talk about yeah. to being in the NCAA. But it, it, it I, I don't know. I mean, if you're trying to go pro, it's I also bet going well, to one of those schools. Of course. It's also tough because you would make more money if your likeness, like if you own your own likeness and you can sell it, great. But if no one's watching your games because you don't have any, you're not ever playing in anything and you're not playing for any real stakes. I don't know. It's a good question that I just don't feel I'm qualified to answer. Uh, but this is just, I just always feel like these little things happen and then nothing happens. Because there's just all, they've got a lot of money, they got good lawyers, and they just get to say, oh, we couldn't. Oh, you guys are not understanding. You're not realizing what you're asking for. Be careful what you wish for. It's like, all right, Dad, shut up. I, I want it. Give it to me. And if it all falls apart, well, then you clean up the mess because you're the adults and we're supposedly the kids. The student athletes are being told that they're not adults and they can't be paid like pros. But then they're like, then clean up the mess, Dad, Mark Emmert. <laughs> Let's move on from uh, NCAA because, you know, I'm drowning. And remember when we said the pod was going to be an hour? I want to let you know we just hit an hour, so... <laughs> really quickly, uh, because that's how it happened. The Red Sox fired their president. Yeah, late at night on Sunday, Dave Dombrowski, uh, which was shocking. A bunch of people on the team are going to step in to kind of assume his position. The guy got them. Away. I know they're trash right now, but we won the World Series last year. People do forget. Um, oh yeah, I did. I, I know. Forget. I just watched your face. You were like, no, I don't think you did. We did. We won the World Series last year. Uh, there's a lot of talk about um, the. They're kind of in a difficult situation now. With they're saddled with some big contracts that they won't uh, be able to move, and they uh, have some like free agents and stuff that are coming. It's whatever, but it just feels like whoa, we fired him. Like Alex Cora seemed really bummed about it, and they kind of pushed Alex Cora out to be the only one who answered any questions from the media. 
So, like, the ownership trio put out a statement, and then they were like, we won't be taking any questions. Alex will handle it. Uh, Designate those tasks. And there was, like, a Freudian (laughs) slip. I don't have it in front of me, but he said something along the lines of, like, is it messed up? You know, some people will say it is, and some people will say that it is. But I, it was just like, oh, it wasn't exactly that. But I just remember circling it and being like, wow, he didn't mean to say that. Um, but that was a wild thing. And then, because I don't think it was planned this way, or maybe it was, I don't know. I'm too cynical now. But the next day, Monday night, David Ortiz showed up and threw out the first pitch and got an ovation at Fenway Park. Man, it was so good to see him. It was so good to see him. He looked good, too. He did. He looked great. And he gave a kid his jersey, which was really sweet. I really did. I, it would have been played out, I guess, but I really wanted him to be like, and don't forget, this is our f***ing city. <laughs> uh, that would have made me happy. And he threw the pitch to Jason Veritek. It was just like a very sweet little moment. Um, that story's still crazy, and I think one day the 30 for 30 will be very interesting. <laughs> so we should probably get on that. Um, NBA, we got anything we care about talking about in the NBA? R.I.P. Ninja Headgear. Yeah. So I saw that yesterday. Nin- the NBA. Why don't you download people on the story while I pull up the thing I'm looking for? Um, last year, Jimmy Butler and like Carl Anthony Towns and Drew Holiday wore those like headbands that tied in the back. Mm-hmm. And they weren't ever like approved. But the NBA didn't want to like come out and ban them in the middle of the season because they didn't want, you know, chaos. But chaos from ban- oh, from no. headbanding. <laughs> Teams have expressed concern about like safety and consistency of size, length, and how they are tied. Great. And so basically, the NBA is going to do like a thorough review before they consider rule changes to whether or not they are allowed. But it was just funny to see Woj tweet about ninja style headwear. So I saw that and I was like, <laughs> I I immediately knew what they were talking about. Yeah. But I also was like, that can't be what What they're called (laughs) so i looked into it um they are apparently called and pardon me if i'm mispronouncing this i'm just going off of the text in front of me so i haven't heard anyone say it all i've heard is ninja style headgear (laughs) um but the the word is hachimaki okay and it's japanese for helmet scarf okay and so where it came from is that um they would uh samurai would tie it around their head so that when they put their helmet on it wouldn't like scratch or bump. It would like hold it more snug to their head. Uh, there were also ones that would have a metal plate on the middle, which you can sometimes see in in uh, video games and um, movies. Yeah, uh, that that is to like protect them from um, like blows to the head. Mm. Crushing this. Um, did I already say it's, it's Japanese for helmet scarf? You did. Yeah. Um, and uh, kamikaze pilots would wear them before flying to their deaths, famously. And why uh, I, I think it was just because it was worn as a symbol of effort or courage by the wearer, especially those in the military. And it says or to simply keep sweat off one's face. Yeah. So it really is just like a sweat band. Yeah. Um, with a cool history. And I just don't I don't know. I don't see that those are that much worse than a regular one. Well, they've just got the dangly bits. Sure. And but like, they don't have to be super long. Well, I think that's what they want. to. Did Ricky Rubio ever wear one? Because, man, he would look so dope in one of those. Don't I'm going to Google it because r- picture Ricky Rubio in one of those. So we really should be calling in a hachimaki. it samurai style headwear. Well, so anything. somebody else said, uh, so I looked into that. I was like, are we doing that dumb thing where we conflate mm-hmm. samurais and uh, or samurai and uh, ninjas? The hachimaki is also often associated with the ninja culture where ninjas are often seen donning a hachimaki. So it, it seems like it's across the martial arts sphere. I don't know. 
I'm just trying to make sure we're really not interesting. We don't have to go around saying a, a ninja style headband anymore. <laughs> just call it a Rambo or a Hachimaki. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, please let me know and we'll correct it. Could be Hachimaki. I don't speak Japanese. My dad was born in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's Military cool. baby, though. Very white. We're very white. We're not Japanese in any way. Just very white. But I, growing up. First, folks. Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> uh,. No, but when I was growing up, I had like a, we had like a lot of cool stuff around the house that were like all these artifacts and Japanese stuff, kimonos. I grew up like with like a cool Japanese authentic kimono. And I thought, you know, when you're younger and you think what's normal at your house is what everybody else has Mm because you just don't know yet. I thought everybody had kimonos. They didn't. (laughs) (laughs) We'd go to sleepovers like, where's your kimono? What's happening? Why are those? You should have taught them. Mm. I didn't know anything. They They were very, they were very adorable robes. Um... Okay, well, then that means, Jay, congratulations. We have time for our random weird story. Yeah. Which, well, first of all, there's go look it up. This is just really fast. There's a group of women over 70 in South Korea who believe that the secret to long, happy life is cheerleading, and there's a video of them talking about it saving their lives, and it is so wholesome and uh, really lovely. So if you've got some time, go look that up. Cheer uh, What should they look up? Yeah, cheer aerobics. South uh, Korea. It's, it's, yep. Women over 70, South Korean cheerleading. That could take you to a bunch of different places. Uh, Turn your safe search on and then search for that. That shouldn't lead you astray. But Jay, what have you got for us? Okay, so um, KFC. You sound quiet to me. I don't know if that's going to matter on the podcast. I'm going to turn it up. Okay. KFC, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, thank you. uh, Is creating a Colonel Sanders dating simulator game called I Love You Colonel Sanders! Exclamation point. A finger-licking good dating simulator. What? Yeah, so... What does that mean, a dating simulator? It's not uh, a dating app. It's not like Tinder. No, so uh, upon some research, I found research. that... Research! <laughs> there is a style of game that is basically like a like choose-your-own-adventure where you will like meet someone and then you like click options to be like... Are you looking for it? Ashley's getting excited No, I, there was oh. a game I used to play... Oh boy! That I'm gonna see if you know anything about it. Um, so anyway, you. you so anyway, he says rudely. No, I want to hear what she had to say, but I, I was gonna bet. wait for her to look it up, and I was gonna vamp. Okay. Uh, so effectively, it's like you meet this, you meet a young, sexy Colonel Sanders. At, Do you at, though? At, at culinary school. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here, um, let me read you what they wrote. Okay. I love you, Colonel Sanders! Exclamation point. A finger looking good. Dating simulator will put I think, Jay, what if you, instead of saying exclamation point, what if you just, like, said it with your <laughs> Like, I want to hear you, like, read it the way it's written. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger-licking good dating simulator. Perfect. Will put players in control of a promising culinary student who's studying alongside a young Colonel Sanders. Huh? While oh. looking for love, you've got to make it through culinary school, too. Well, th- we don't lucky, have time for both of those. Colonel Sanders might even take you on as a it's business partner. Though. Okay, I'm sorry. So we're trying to date him and go into business with him? This seems like a lot <laughs> yeah, of you conflicting... Don't, you classically are, do, don't mix business is, with pleasure. Is there anything in there about like sexual harassment and making <sighs> sure that we're not? he's not using his power over us in order to get us to sleep with him? This feels very problematic to me. I can me. tell you what there is. There is multiple hours of gameplay. How many? Secret ending and recipes. There are also recipes for what? Cooking battles. What? Eleven herbs and spices. Eleven herbs and spices. (laughs) And plenty of quote cute miniature food. But it's an app. What? The listing also reminds potential players a few times that yes, KFC really did make make this game. So, um, 
Ashley, did you find your game it, that you Yeah, it was called Booty Call. Ashley, what? Did you ever play it? <laughs> no. It, Ashley, what? When? How old were you? I, in high school. Oh, my God. I thought you were saying that, like, an app on your phone. No, 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 no. It was now, like, like the flash. Way you do, no. The way you do escape the rooms no, on your no, phone. No, 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 I thought no. you were going to say you played a game called Booty Call. No, it was like a flash animation game. And so you were a character, a cartoon oh, that's character so named much Jake. Less funny. And you had to. Oh, I'm happy for you. Try that. So, I really It just kind of seems like yeah, this. Yeah, so it's, it's but like cooking. It's also. like. Yeah. And Colonel Sanders, who famously is not young or hot. Um, uh, yeah. If you look up the game, the what? photo of young Colonel Sanders. Nothing. Is, it's not safe for work. Don't go look it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Don't look it up. That. Did you just watch like little animations have sex with each other? Well, if you succeeded, that was your aim. Yeah, but it did. It, but it wasn't it, graphically. It was represented. It was? Well, but yeah. realistically? I don't remember. Was it like it was a, a cut scene so ago. it would come and it would the just like have I'm more pixels? This, the, more, like, the more you're wishing we didn't talk about it, the more you wish you didn't bring it up on the podcast, the more I want to know about it. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. Do they use a quip? Uh, that's amazing. I think, wow, look at the time. Nope, we've got nothing but time. We have to go. We are running really late. Okay, so I'm sorry. So do you have to pay to download this app? Like, I think it's what? free. Wow. So uh, let's all go ahead and f*** Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I got nothing going. It's a Tuesday. What else am I going to do tonight? I was going to do some crossword puzzles. There's no football. I'm going to watch Bill Burr's new stand-up special. And I'm going to f- Colonel Sanders, <laughs> and you're going to let me because I'm out here. The for free uh, September 24th, so after... Oh, it's, oh yeah. it's not even out yet? I just planned my whole night around it. <laughs> uh, I was going to make an Easy Mac. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, I, I was excited. Get KFC if you're By the time it. they finish all those hours Maybe. of gameplay, they'll be ready for a new The last time I got KFC, late. they forgot to give me a biscuit, and I was devastated. I'm Ooh. like, you understand that this is like a punishable by death offense? words i don't have them today i really don't we're trying our best uh should we go to a voicemail should we talk about spin doctors we shouldn't all right let's go to let's say hey jay do we have time for another voicemail yeah i think we can do one more love it hi katie ashley and jay this is megan calling originally from western new york but now in washington dc Ooh. my question for you is if you could only have use one condiment for the rest of your life and never use any of the other ones again what would you choose? Your options being, you know, the usuals, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, hot sauce, barbecue sauce, steak sauce, maybe relish. <laughs> Originally being from Buffalo, obviously I choose hot sauce. So I'm curious to know your answers. Uh, thanks so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Love you, Megan. Thank you for your question. It's a very good one. It seems like one we should have answered at some point before, but we did not. Let's talk condiments. Okay, let's. I mean, how much time you got? Not much. We already established. I do that. want to talk more about booty we call. Know. <laughs> what was your favorite? The con- did they use condiments in booty <laughs> okay. call, or were you just all out right. here raw dogging I've, all the time? I mean, uh, my answer, Megan, pixel <laughs> on it, pixel is action. It something that you mentioned. I, I, like originally, I was going to say ketchup because it's real versi- versatile. Chase lives at home. But at this point in my adult life, I think I might go with an aioli. Wow, you do love I an aioli. I love aioli. So let me ask you: it doesn't ever get too much for you? Like, not all aiolis are truffle. Obviously, there's garlic, and I think in the spirit of this question, you'd have to pick one specific type of aioli because you couldn't just be like, I'd go with salad dressing. And then it's like, sometimes it's ranch. Sometimes it's mm. Thousand Island. So you, uh, you don't have to do it right now. Think about it. No, I'd go with garlic. Okay. There it is. Yeah. So, but it never gets, uh, sometimes I think an aioli is like so rich and I'm like, I just don't need 
Because it's like mayo-y, right? It's different than mayo. Mayo has egg, and I think aioli is just garlic and olive oil. No. I mm, think aioli, so. Aioli is, I think aioli is just is like fancy based, mayo. Yeah. Uh, I don't they just think take that's mayo. Right. They take Miracle Whip, and they put in some garlic cloves, and uh, they call it an aioli. This. Yeah. Garlic aioli. Three quarters of a cup of, cup of mayonnaise. Hey! Three, three oh, cloves no. of garlic. Okay, you're looking at... Oh, I don't want to watch her find this out. Two and a half tablespoons of lemon juice. Three quarters tablespoons. Well, Jay, once you said mayo, Jay, you, can, you can bail out. just because you looked up... a half teaspoon of ground... Jay, you can bail out mouth. after you said mayo. We got the point. I, th- I thought they wanted to know. Ashley just made a face like, oh, no. Yeah, because I googled what's the difference between mayonnaise and aioli, and it, it says aioli is a mayonnaise, but mayonnaise is not necessarily Yeah, it's rectangle aioli. square so, situation. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go with the fancy one. Man. Also, I like mayonnaise no, a no, lot. That's, and that's fine. I, I'm not ashamed of it. I know a lot of people are grossed out by it. I'm not. I love it. It's delicious. All right. I love that you took a mayo. You didn't even know you were taking a mayo. You found out mid-draft you took a mayo, and then you were mm-hmm. like, I took a mayo. Yes. I loved that. I loved that sequence of events for you. Thank you. You're exact. You're, you are who we thought so you were. So if I say mayo, does that give me aioli? No, honey, it doesn't. Wait, I mean, I think it does. Because well, but so, but she, that's the thing. But if we're going categories, I'm saying if I said salad dressing, you'd get anything you put on your salad, like a no, but mayo. If you said balsamic vinegar, like that would include a balsamic vinegar. There's, there's no, a it wouldn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's a terrible no, take. Sorry, I mean it the other way around. If you said balsamic vinaigrette, that would include balsamic. Also, vinaigrette. no. But there's a lot of different you would have barbecue to... sauces. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. So you'd say, yeah, that's fair. You're right. That's the better comparison. But Jay, if you say balsamic vinaigrette, you do not get balsamic vinegar. Because you cannot separate the vinaigrette into the vinegar. Right. Okay. Like if you say, if you say, but if you said like vinegar, balsamic vinegar and olive oil, like you can have those two Mm -hmm. because they go together. You can use them separately, I guess. Like that's just something, a concession I'm willing to make. Great. Okay. Well, then I'm, but for sure taking mayo because in addition to aioli, I love like a pesto mayo and, you know, really sprucing up mayonnaise. Yeah. Because mayo, when you think about it, is like the, is like the easel on which you paint all your other sauces. So you taking mayo you can just make a bunch of other shit. Yeah. I'll take just a blank, just you, you just took to a blank piece of paper. A delicious And you're like, because I'm going to draw all over it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's delicious. Sometimes it's kind of gross. Mine will be delicious. Sure. Every time. This isn't a dream world. It's the world we live in currently. <laughs> you don't get to be like, in my cloud castle. I'm going to learn all these recipes from the KFC app. I oh bet you God. are. Delicious well, mayo. You yeah. better not f*** him. I'm going to f*** him first. <laughs> Catherine. I am going to sex with okay. Colonel Sanders. What kind of I've wanted this for seven whole minutes. I'm going to take ranch, I think. Yeah. Uh, Have to. And it, I mean, it's not the best pick, and I've said this before. I love the taste of buffalo sauce, but I can't do spicy, so I, that's already off the table. I can't take any hot sauce. Even though I love Cholula, it's not practical. I love a steak sauce. A1 is great. But here's the thing. Steak, of all things in the world, does not need any sauce. So you got to think about the things that do need sauce. You're going to have, like, chicken, um, chicken fingers. Um, oh. Huh. Yeah, I no just thought wings. about. I just thought about. No, I just thought about um, mozzarella sticks. Mm. Maybe Ooh, I should dip the marinara in? sauce. That's... Here's the thing, though. But marinara sauce isn't always just a dipping sauce, right? It's also you put it on your pasta. So because you put it on your pasta, you can still have that and have. It's not. A, it's not strictly a dipping sauce. That's how I feel about that. Okay. <laughs> also, because if you I... can put pesto in your mayo, then that means pesto exists in your world. So why can't marinara exist in mine? Right. 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 But. Can we try dipping mozzarella sauce, sauce Socks? in I don't want two to. <laughs> sticks? 
into ranch is what I meant to say. I have. Oh, yeah. It's not new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I might change my mind and go way crazy with my pick. I think it's duck sauce. What? Oh, wow. So this is a take I've tried to have on the internet and people every time seem blown away by it. In Massachusetts, when you get duck sauce, it comes in a little, like one of those, I'm going to say solo cup. I don't mean a red solo cup. Those tiny little um, right. plastic cups with the lids yep. when you get it to go. Um, here it only comes in packets. I found one place in Hoboken that'll give me like the fresh made duck sauce in the cups. Um, most places are just the packet. I've tasted a duck sauce packet. That guys, you gotta branch out. That's not duck sauce. It's that's like syrupy and sticky. Duck sauce is almost like applesauce but thinner. And it's uh, I forget what fruit it technically. It's like I think it's a pineapple mixed with something else. It huh. is the most delicious sauce. And there was this place in Alston when I used to live there, which is outside of Boston. I'm not saying Austin. It's Alston. Um, called, I want to say Daddio's. It was like this place where you could get fried anything. It was like terrible for you. But they would make their own handmade crab rangoon and they would mm. serve it with duck sauce. And it was, I could get it every day. I could eat it every day. It was so good. Really good duck sauce is incredible. And I implore you all to some, at some point, find a duck sauce that's not in those packets. And not even, I don't even know if the jar is going to be the same. I, this is, what I'm eating tastes like it's being made at the restaurant. It's so good. It's sweet. It's almost like a sweet and sour sauce, but it's not too, like, cloying, cloyingly sweet. Is that the word I'm looking at? Cloying? Yes. Whatever. Cloying, it's really good. sickeningly sweet. Yeah. So it's not that. It's so fucking good. But then, like, what am I going to be? So pizza crusts, I'm going to wish I had ranch. Ranch is the more practical Yeah. Option. Or, like, Ita- like, Italian dressing. I love Italian dressing. Like, Ken's Italian. Dipping yeah, your dipping but... your dipping your pizza crust into some Ken's Italian. <laughs> I'm sweating. Okay. Also, ketchup I think is gonna go underrated here. So if like, you we're had gonna, to pick one, we're gonna miss ketchup. No, I'm I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take ranch. I'm gonna take ranch. I'm gonna take ranch because I'm not gonna be an idiot. But please go get duck sauce. But we're gonna. I'm just saying. I was just trying to shout out ketchup as like people are gonna. It's getting overlooked because it seems like the obvious choice. Right. Go ahead, Jay. I'm gonna uh, take ketchup. I'm gonna take duck sauce. <laughs> How do you no. know what I'm going to say before gonna, I say what's it? What's the French condiment? That's no, I'm gonna an take, aioli. I'm, you took I'm gonna it, asshole. Take, yes. I'm going to take Ashley's pick. The other choice for me would have been hot sauce. But then Wait, I'm think, sorry. You're uh, both going to come in here and draft mayo. But the thing is that I, I would draft hot sauce because hot sauce famously makes every food better. Uh-huh. But except for French fries. And that is the most important food in my life. So I have to keep mayo because that's France. what I dip my French fries in. You guys. It's delicious. You both took mayo. We're the whitest podcast. We just have two mayos and a ranch. I'm going back to duck sauce. I'm going back to duck sauce. Dad, take the kimono out of the closet. I got to bring some culture to this podcast. All right, you guys. Feels like that's it for this week's edition of sports. I can't tell if it was good or not, which usually means it's pretty... It could go either way. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Quip and only Quip. Shout out good morning to Quip, good night to Quip. Thank you so much. Uh, And also the right time with Bamani Jones. This week, Bo is taking voicemails about when... People tried to fight their boss. Great idea, Bo. Uh, so tune into that wherever you get your... Why? What? He's you... taking voicemails. It's just innovative. <laughs> I don't think we invented it. I think we did. I thought you were trying to say that you wanted to fight me. I was like, <laughs> I don't think I'm your boss. <laughs> just felt really yeah. aggro about it. Uh, big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you get home. How many do you think this week? Seven. Ooh. Okay. I like that. 
you have any like specific notes on when they should or when they shouldn't or I think shower pods. We haven't talked about those a lot. We haven't because yeah. I've been trying to think of how to get. A sh- I used to have this speaker that would go in the shower, but the but the phone obviously stays out, and it would also have the controls on it. Oh, that's need great! To, I know, and I just lost it in a breakup like six breakups ago. <laughs> I miss it, so I'm going to try to find that. I'm just kind of now thinking out loud, making a to do list in my head on the mic. So seven times she said, "There's no football till Thursday." So what else are you going to do? Other than have sex with Colonel Sanders. Okay. <laughs> if you want to. Uh, I hope they offer like a Lady Sanders if you don't want to have. S- I'll look into it. I'll let you guys know. I'll give you a full review. Uh, speaking of reviews, you could also leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, you read and we love them. Like this very long one from Walt J 24 that says, so I started listening almost a year ago and I haven't stopped. This podcast actually has been a big part of my life. Last year at the age of 37. Oh, my God. This is going to be emotional. I had a massive heart attack. After I got out of the hospital, one of the things they wanted me to do was walk every day. This podcast is one of the things that made walking fun and enjoyable. It was also something my wife and I listened to and bonded over during my recovery time. Her favorite segment was Crazy Hat Confidence. (laughs) That was so long ago. Uh, And my favorite episode was Summer Slap. I'm sure people thought I was insane as I walked down the road laughing the whole time. I think Katie and Ashley, you weren't around yet, Jay. Are both really okay. talented, and I appreciate each and every episode they do. Guys, you really threw me off here with this emotional one at the end. I may have cried alone at my desk when Whoa. I read it. It's fine. Shout out to Walt, you guys. I hope you're doing well. Let us know. Give us an update. Man, that's terrifying. I'm so glad that we could help you out. Are you crying again? What? No, you're Hold crying. it together. It's the cage is misty. <laughs> Maybe we should get out of here. Yeah, we could get out of here. Look, close the door behind you. There Thanks is. so much. And lastly, don't forget that you can always <laughs> leave us a voicemail. Do it better. Leave us a voicemail. Thank you at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Mean it. Why'd she do it like that? Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.